Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Again, back again for the first time. Second time. I don't know how much. It's back again for the second time after a hiatus. <laughs> With me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. This week, we're going to talk about some of the stuff we saw at the Dorito Pope Summer Game Fest and what we've been playing. But before we get to all of that, to find all the places you can listen to the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network has a Patreon. Patreon supports all the shows in our network. You could subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks to Jason K, Tom Z, David Owen, Corey Z for the contributions. One of the perks to join the Patreon is you get early access to our bonus episodes that we call Side Quests. Side Quests are where we veer off outside the realm of video games into food, beverages, movies, TV, and more. Join our Patreon to get those episodes a week early. As always, if you do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. <sighs> Feels good to be back. Yeah. I didn't even attempt to do any of that when I recorded. Yeah, no, I listened to the thing. episode and you just like <laughs> went right into it, which is fine. That's fine. To each their own. I was just like, I, there's, I'm just trying to trying to get something out there. <laughs> when, you're, when you're the host, you do, it's, it's whatever your flavor is, man. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You know, it's, it doesn't. Um, we don't need the, all uh, all the uh, the rigidity of uh, constant sameness. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, we do have uh, a new horror movie yearbook episode, and Woo-hoo! Tiny Terror. Uh, they are back with the class of 2021 for the movie Malignant, which is uh, a horror film. Uh, nice. I believe James Wan directed. I can't remember exactly. Please check that out, and the Tiny Terror should be out uh, this week for for everybody, so please uh, give them a listen. They're back after a little bit of a hiatus of their own, and uh, excited to be chugging along on the podcast network these days. So That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. Um, well, let's dive into what we've been playing first, because I feel like I've actually played an okay amount of things more than I have previously. And it's not, it's oddly, I have less time, but somehow I found a way to like make, <laughs> get some gaming in, which is cool. Um, I, well, I before played, you do that. Yeah. What are you playing on your Xbox or on your PlayStation or on your Nintendo switch? What you've been playing. I didn't even try with those. Well, <laughs> No, it's cool. It's all good. Uh, I got to play... I I played some more Jedi Fallen Order, which is cool. It's the first thing I started playing more of. Um, I don't remember if I talked about playing any Dead Space the previous time before, but I did jump Mm -hmm. into that a little bit too. But Jedi Fallen Order, uh, I don't remember talking too much about it previously, but uh, it's very cool. Like, a very cool game. It's very cool to have a Star Wars game that, like, is a central character and is not part of the normal story arc of things and is just kind of happening in the world and the universe. And, um, it feels really good. I don't have any complaints about that game. I don't think that, that I can think of off the top of my head. We should say fallen order is the first in that series survivors. The one that just came out, yes. you're playing the, the first one. I'm you, playing you the first back. one because the second one looked so cool. I wanted yeah. to go back and actually finish the first one. So I need to finish that still. Um, I got, uh, again, uh, I'm trying to think of what else, what all else I've been playing besides that now off the top of my head. And I'm, I'm kind of losing 
what did you oh. how, what did you do in Dead Space? Like how far in, in Dead did you Space? Get? I got through the intro sequence and just like killed a couple of things just to kind of get a feel for it. And like, yeah. I can see myself going back to that game, but I can't like do it right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have the mental fortitude to make it through the horror of space. Yeah, it. it but it's I the uh, man the graphics on that on PS5 oh, yeah. are unbelievable oh yeah absolutely stunning looking game it is gorgeous uh the lighting is incredible clearly that game was made to show off like what ray tracing can do kind of thing Mm -hmm. on a console Mm -hmm. and they kill it like it it is unbelievably sweet looking um best the best ridley scott alien lighting oh for sure i'm surprised are they working on a tv series or something of that show of of, like dead space because like i feel like that should be hmm. some kind of cinematic franchise. Like it just feels like it has that in it, you know. Yeah, or maybe I they feel don't like want they could. to because they don't want it to be too much like Alien or something. You I know? Think, yeah, I think it would be kind of like the snake eating its own tail a little bit. But yeah. we'll get there at some point. Mm. I just don't know if it's happened yet. Yeah. So so that that's cool. Jedi Fallen Order is cool. Uh, I picked up Spider Man Ultimate Edition because it was forty bucks for that and Miles Morales together on PS Five. I started playing that. I will say that is a little bit overwhelming at first because they literally just throw you into the shit as Spider-Man and they throw a lot of different moves and mechanics at you all at once. And then as soon as you're done with that first encounter and they, they literally throw you in a boss fight in the first 20 minutes of the game. It's kind of mm-hmm. ridiculous. Um, once that's done and it's, it's literally just like you are Spider-Man go like once that's kind of out of the way, then it's like, okay, here's all this other little puzzly stuff that you can do, like in, uh, uh, what, who was that? Dr. Octavius's lab. Like you can mm-hmm. play this like pipe work game where you've got to connect the electricity nodes and things, and you can do all of these other little puzzles and things. And that was, that was actually kind of fun to be able to take a break from the other, from the rest of the game to like do stuff like that. I think that's really cool. It's super unique. Um, and uh, I did get to, like, you know, swing around the city a bit and do a couple of the other missions where I'm reconnecting, like, towers to the police network and things and, you know, stopping crimes in progress and whatever. And that game, the reason I picked it up is because I saw the Spider-Man 2 trailer and the gameplay reveal, and I was like, okay, like, that's awesome. <laughs> and yeah. at the time when it first came out, I remember just being burnt out on uh on general marvel stuff like Mm -hmm. i just couldn't do it so uh to play it now and experience it like it's it's very cool and it like it's i i don't necessarily need another open world game like ever like there's too many of every everybody's like open world this and open world that and it's it's like it's a lot yeah um, more closed world but but having a uh, well, I mean, that's the thing is like God of War kind of did it in, in a cool way because it had like a very easily mainlineable storyline, mm-hmm. but you could do the open world stuff if you wanted to. It wasn't like what the game kind of revolved around, whereas like Spider-Man kind of feels like here's uh, all of New York. Go explore I and like do things, can... solve crimes like I think y- you can critical path Spider-Man a bit. But the problem is, is that. The game gets significantly, uh, I don't want to say easier, but you get much more variety in the combat if you unlock the gadgets and you unlock the skills. Yeah. Like, there are times where the combat is super difficult early on because you just don't have the tools that you need to deal with some of the encounters that you come across, especially people with guns and things like that. And that's one of the things that I disliked about 
the first game that they do away with in Miles by just kind of giving you those abilities from the get-go. Um, right. And I'm curious to see what they do with Spider-Man 2. I assume they're going to need to start you from the place of zero, but then they'll add in more challenges that you need to unlock skills in order to deal with better. But I do think you can critical path and just do the story of Spider-Man. All the other content is fun, though. So it's kind of like, you know... It's, yeah, if you're it's a completionist, cool like, like... Yeah, I just think it's cool to kind of be like, oh, uh, my next mission's over there, and I never got on the subway in that game. You can, but why would you? You're Spider-Man. <laughs> you can just swing. Yeah. Now, well, I mean, maybe you want to <laughs> go take a piss or something and end up well, the, somewhere. The subway things, like, there, there's cutscenes and stuff, right? And there's, yes. like, podcasts that so you can listen did, to. Like They did fun... Uh, things of Spider-Man riding the subway that I literally never saw and that you don't have to watch in the PS5 version because it has the instant loading that PS5 games get. But, like, I was always just kind of like, there's always shit between me and the next mission. I'm going to do this stuff. Granted, I didn't have a kid at the time, so it's it's it was a lot easier for me to be like, I'm going to do all this shit in this game. Um, So I understand from that standpoint, but... You know, I think as long as you, like, I, I would just say if you start feeling like as you go through the critical path, you are having a tough time dealing with, uh, dealing with some of the combat encounters, trying to pick up a couple of other things to get a couple skill points to invest in the tree will always yeah. help you out in that game. For so, sure. Yeah. No, that, that's, uh, it's definitely a cool game. I want to play more of that. Um, trying to think of what else, what else did I, what else have I been playing? Uh, yeah, I, I picked up Diablo four and I've been mm. playing that on the Xbox and, um, it's really good, man. It, I love playing it with a controller. I didn't know how I'd feel about that as opposed to like just clicking with a mouse, but it's almost easier. And, uh, my carpal tunnel isn't flaring up. So <laughs> that's yeah, I've I've considered switching, but controllers actually bother my hands more than mouse and keyboard. I don't know why. Because you're a hipster and it just has to be different. But uh, I do feel like <laughs> after playing uh, Diablo three on the Switch, I was converted to thinking like, yeah, this feels better on a controller. That's the thing. Like I, I always heard when they put Diablo three out on consoles, people that were longtime Diablo fans were like, it actually feels great with a controller. And so, you know, I don't, there's part of me that has wanted to try Diablo on console because I feel like just using a controller might work better for me, but I just, I've been, I've been bitten by Diablo so many times of like, <clears throat> I'm finally going to get into this. I'm finally going to play it. And then I try it and I'm just like, this is just not what I'm looking for in a game. I don't, you know, the loot chase for me was only fun when it was a social media network a la destiny, you know? So yeah, I don't really I, know. I mean, that's the thing is like, I don't even feel compelled to like chase the loot in this because I don't, I have, I went into it knowing nothing. I haven't been watching videos yeah. or anything like I normally do for games. Uh, because I was, I was like, I don't want to be overwhelmed with this. I'm kind of interested in some of the Fexter Life videos just because they have some with like specific builds for characters that look really cool. Um, but like the the loot thing, like because some of it is very RNGesus in terms of the stats and things of the weapons and stuff that you get. Like I don't really care to try and deal with that necessarily. 
Yeah. But just playing the game kind of organically and like I'm doing the story and as I'm doing the story I'm finding other little dungeons in the world and doing those other little dungeons is a lot of fun and like I'm playing as a necromancer uh, I love mm. having like a little like skeleton army follow me around mm-hmm. like I've unlocked two tiers of the skeleton army so I have these reaper skeletons that have giant scythes and they spin around and like attack and then I also have like three wizard skeletons that like shoot like lightning bolts and stuff that's just sweet uh, man corpse explosion i do have corpse explosion that's so like so fun. I'll, I'll have a whole pile of bodies <laughs> laying around right and then there's a boss that's like standing over all these bodies attacking me and then i'm just like spamming the corpse explosion button and they're all just popping <laughs> and damaging the boss and i'm just like this is incredible there's like blood flying everywhere i'm yeah. like this is so good like corpse it just, explosion is my heavy metal band name corpse <laughs> explosion yeah yeah it's Death really metal. it's it's very 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 well made I feel like, and it plays really well on Xbox. Um, it's shockingly low- it you could get into the game without waiting in queue day one, and there were no server crashes. Yeah, I haven't had to wait ever like to get into it. I've had I had one like lockup where it, I basically just had to restart my Xbox, but that was like it's only happened one time. I don't even remember what I was doing. I think I was checking my quest log or something, and it just froze on the map and. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe yeah. I started getting attacked in the real world or something because it's persistent as you play. It doesn't pause or anything. Um, but if it just it feels really good. It looks incredible. The uh, the atmosphere is amazing. The music's awesome. The sound effects are brutal and ridiculous. And like it's just yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I do. I kind of want to start a druid character because I like the idea of being like a werebear because you can be like a werebear <laughs> and a werewolf as the druid, which is like super badass. Bear Bearware. Bearware. Werebear. <laughs> um that's just so sweet to me um but yeah it's it's i'm I'm really enjoying that and uh i can't i just can't believe how many other awesome games are coming out soon and i'm like do i start picking other stuff it's up or so do i just fucking deal, terrible man do i just deal with diablo 4 <laughs> and actually try and complete that before moving on to something else because there are so many games coming out like the final fantasy 16 comes out next week i can't even believe that I- I'm just I feel like still... they just announced it. I feel yeah. like it feels that way. <clears throat> That's the thing is that it's actually like they're not taking 10 years to put out a new Final Fantasy, which is crazy, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I I was going to say that's a segue into you, so. Yeah, well, I I I just also to the point of too many games, like I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know that I've gotten too much further than I was last time, but I have gotten through like one of the dungeons uh and I've started on the second and that game is just I, if you didn't think they could beat Breath of the Wild, they they did. They did it. And it's so good, and people should play it. But Final Fantasy sixteen, they put a demo out on PS5 for people to play. It's supposed to be about 90 minutes uh, of the beginning of the game if you skip cutscenes. If you don't skip cutscenes, it could be closer to two hours, two and a half hours. Um, and let me tell you, I've played about 40 minutes, and most of that has been cutscenes. <laughs> so... That's crazy. I haven't played too much of the actual game yet. I will say that it looks very nice. Um, performance mode feels a little choppy still, uh, but that could just be like a demo thing. I hope maybe it works a little bit better in, in the final game. But um, yeah, 
they they have spoken very publicly about the fact that they've watched a lot of Game of Thrones when making this game. Like the director asked the team to make to watch Game of Thrones as they were making it. Let me tell you, this is the most overtly horny Final Fantasy game that there has ever been. <laughs> Period. Lots of fantasizing. There's, there's two different people being straddled in the first 40 minutes of this game, and I don't think there's ever been any straddling in the first 40 minutes of a Final Fantasy game before. I don't think there's ever been any sex even referenced. <laughs> I, I mean, some of them could be, like, weirdly horny sometimes, you know? Like, I don't know. I mean, Don Corneo alone in Final Fantasy VII probably, like, focuses um, all Corneo. of the horniness, pretty much. Yeah, yeah but... Uh, no, it's kind of weird and I don't love it. And I feel like I can really feel the Game of Thrones and I hated Game of Thrones by the end of it. And I don't think I'm going to buy this game because I just don't, unless I really, really love the combat or something. I will say they let you do one of the like summon fights. You get to t partake in one in like the opening scene. And, uh, it's like, uh, it feels like Ifrit versus somebody i honestly can't remember and and that stuff seems cool but kind of on rails and just kind of like oh you hit the button to shoot fireballs and you have to dash at the right time to get out of the way of stuff which just seems fine but i i didn't really get to one of the like they, it almost looks like a fighting game sequence when they uh when they showed it in the previous trailers of like big life bars for these summons that are fighting each other it was more of a cinematic like you're tumbling through the depths of this place, and as you're falling through it, the people are fighting, and you get to press buttons to shoot stuff at the other at the other big, big monster that's going on. Might have been Bahamut and Ifrit. I don't know. Anyway. That was just like the best half-ass Dungeon Master description of an event in the D&D. &D. <laughs> you're tumbling through the sky, and there's battling. That's and what it is. There's, there's straddling. There's straddling the and battling in the straddle battle. I really honestly don't feel like I have the room for proper nouns in my head anymore. I've hit the limit. I can't do it anymore. So if you put out another Final Fantasy VII, I'm good. I know all those proper nouns already. Midgar, yeah. I know where that is. Mako, okay, we're good. As soon yeah, as you it, start, it make them like, make them all with two syllables. None of this like three, four, five syllable bullshit. Like this, yeah. New one and there's like, like fucking <laughs> apostrophes and hyphens everywhere and some of this shit. And I'm just like, I can't do this. I don't. I can't. Not. No, I don't even know how to pronounce half of it sometimes. That was more Final Fantasy 13 than 16, I guess. But <laughs> <sighs> I will continue to play the demo, but I, I don't know. The, the crazy thing about this Final Fantasy is that it's meant to be more of a character action game than like a full-scale RPG. And it feels like they've been heading that way, especially with Final Fantasy 15 and then the 7 Remake. You know, they've kind of been getting there ever since Kingdom Hearts started being like a more popular series as well. So I don't think mm -hmm. it's a bad route for Final Fantasy to go, um, but it, it, it'll be interesting to see kind of where they go from here. There's been talk of them maybe dropping the numbers because they don't want people to feel like, oh, this is the 16th. Why would I jump in now? But that's never really been the case for Final Fantasy, so I don't know if that's, that's necessary. How I feel. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Zach, if you're listening. I, I wish I was more high on, on the idea of Final Fantasy 16, but I guess I'm curious to hear what, what his thoughts are, too, when he gets a chance to check it out, if and when. So we'll see what, what he says. I know he's been playing through 
the seven remake um and, and has been enjoying it quite a bit so i think there will be a lot to enjoy from a gameplay perspective in this game i just don't know that it has the story to carry me through it especially if they're they're harping real hard on the on the game of thrones type stuff so brian have you been playing anything of I know course. Diablo 4. Uh, well, let's go way back to, uh, shit, we haven't recorded in a while, but I think right after the last time we recorded, I finally finished Marvel's Midnight Suns. Nice. I battled through the weird slowdowns and the crashes that persisted even after I completely reinstalled the game. There's just something about the late game, I guess, that causes performance issues. I think it has something to do with the way the game saves. It's like the save files just get really big and bloated. And it's always a good uh, sign. Yeah. Sounds like a Bethesda game. But man, that game, so good. It would easily be in my top five for last year Um, if we redid it. It was. uh, Sounds like it's your 2022 game of 2023. I liked everything (laughs) about it. I liked the exploring, I liked the. character interactions in between missions where just the writing was really funny and good. And like the, uh, ending was pretty awesome. Unfortunately left it open to a sequel that will probably (laughs) never happen. That makes me really sad. (laughs) Damn. But the last mission was just like, it just drew everybody in like the whole cast and like, it was long and epic, and it was like everything you want in like a final mission. It had all these cool, um, extra things to keep in mind in in the usual realm of combat in that game. And uh, yeah, good good game. Awesome. I, um, I really look forward to booting it up someday because I haven't. I just haven't started it yet. <laughs> it uh, the first many hours. I mean, the tutorial for that game is long. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a long ramp yeah. right it's a long ramp but like once you're there it uh it's pretty nice nice but um it's worth yeah it's worth the journey i put i think like 75 to 80 hours in by the end and i did i did a lot of side missions but i mean you can at some point you can kind of just do the bare minimum amount. Like it makes you do one side mission between each story minimum between each story mission. But then you can do, you can do as many as you want, honestly, if you just want to keep leveling characters. And there's also like a new game plus, um, fun stuff like that. There's, but I I ended up uninstalling it just because I need to focus on other games. I was gonna say, I, I wonder if the uh, if the DLC is what it what it leads into. Do you think? Is there any story? Uh, I was trying to look here. All um, I know is that there's. I think it's kind of self-contained. Like, basically, it's one of those games where you finish it and it kind of rewinds time to let mm. you do to things, keep, keep doing, keep stuff. playing if you just want to play more side missions and stuff. And I guess that's, you could probably buy the DLC and then play it after the fact like that. 
Yeah, I guess I, I just didn't know if it was like if the DLC had any story stuff to it, but it mostly looks yeah. like it's just characters. Yeah, I, I think my, so. Yeah, it says tackle they have their story own missions. Story missions, yeah. Okay. Uh, I would be willing to check that out at some point. I don't feel like it's worth the price right now, but like it was if really the DLC is really discounted at some point, I'll just pick it all up at once and then yeah. reinstall it and play it. But um, yeah, uh, been playing more Call of Duty still. I just whatever. It's mindless. It's something to do. Um. I picked up Diablo 4. I was going to wait, but then I just really wanted to play it and not have a fear of missing out. <laughs> so uh, I've been playing it, but it's been pretty slow going because I've been working again and I just haven't been playing Call of Duty. There's a new season, so like I haven't... Uh, haven't gotten too far into it. I finished the first act of the campaign and I did a bunch of side missions. I've been playing a sorcerer and those are pretty fun. I've been focusing mostly on uh lightning abilities like chain lightning and ball lightning and stuff. Good old Emperor Palpatine mode. Nice. Uh yeah. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> And if you dip them in water, it just, like, fries everybody around you. <laughs> um, yeah, everything that John says Force about T-Day. the game, pretty true. It, do- it looks yeah. great. It feels great. Um, it's, it's fun to play. Uh, what I do, I was a little skeptical on the always online, open, world-ish kind of thing they're going for but like it works pretty well and like diablo kind of seamlessly yeah. integrates with that type of play so Do you it's, guys does it feel like there's a like does it just feel like more diablo after diablo 3 or does it feel like a, Di- a diablo 4 like is it it does, feels like does, its own thing for sure okay. okay especially with the stylistic change and like they it's pretty heavy on the storytelling to be honest okay. like more so i feel than previous diablos um and that part i think is it's more it's well done compared to i kind of glossed over a lot of the story in 3 i mean it was all right but uh it was a little more cheesy like there's no more deckard kane Damn. And stuff like that. I know he's a staple, <laughs> but like he's pretty cheesy. And he's holding he's, the story back. He's not in this, and I mean, there's little bits of humor and stuff here and there, but it's it's for the most part, it's gritty and more serious, and like the villain's pretty terrifying. And uh, I honestly don't even remember any of Diablo three because every opportunity or every time I tried to play it, I just like. I don't know. I got to like the second realm or whatever, where it was like a desert realm, and that's second all I remember. Act, yeah, yeah. I don't remember anything uh, else. The it's coolest part of Diablo three, like act wise, is when you get into basically what's heaven, and it's just destroyed, and it's pretty cool. Hmm. But uh, yeah, angels running amok and whatever. But uh. Yeah, and that's not quite what it is, but whatever 
similar to that in Diablo lore. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, Diablo 4, I guess the only thing that kind of bums me out is I feel like none of the games since the first one have really had like that kind of terror inducing feel to them. Like you just kind of breeze through and slaughter everything. But like Diablo one, it's like you just kept going down deeper into the depths of hell. Yeah. And the further you went down, the scarier it got and like the more unpredictable. And there were a lot of little plus there like, it was cool how randomized a lot of the stuff was like sometimes you'd play a new game and they would shift the floor like layout around to where you'd go down a couple layers and it'd be like a different style than it would be the last time you played it and shit like that. And I, I mean, I know Diablo two had some randomization and stuff, but I don't really know too much beyond that. And I mean, I feel like Diablo four probably doesn't in most regards because it's a shared world. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't know. I haven't really read about it, but I mean, it it does have the, the nice dark look to it and whatnot. So that's, that's creepy, I guess, but it's just, I just doesn't I like, have the same effect as it did when it originally came out. I like going down yeah. in some of the caves and things and like there's it's almost like that are insected like in, insect insectoid style like caves. Yeah. And you've got these like giant creepy leg things like twitching off in the background and some of them like kind of swat up onto like the main ground that you're on, but they don't like hurt you or anything, but it's just like to have that going on in the background is so much cooler than like the old school static backgrounds that we had previously. Mhm. And just like yeah, I mean it's it is it is super creepy and like the cinematics are fantastic. Like yeah. obviously Blizzard knows their shit with cinematics. They did a really nice job with those. Like the the realism is there. Um they it, it just feels very like believable uh when you're watching that and it's yeah, it's very it's very cool, man. They did a nice they did a really nice job with it. And props to them again for like launching a game that didn't fail the servers the first day. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, the you, character customization is a lot better than it normally or than it has been in the past too. It could be deeper. It was a little yeah. It, like, it's a little limited for my taste. Like I like to because I like to make characters that look like me, and the only one that could, you could even remotely closely look like me is that fat fucking barbarian. And I'm like, I'm not that fat anymore, but that dude is fucking huge. Like, <laughs> or the druid, you know, like the druid and the barbarian, maybe like I fit into those route, like those those body styles, but. Yeah, I, I would like a little more depth to that, but that's honestly not that big of a deal. I again, I'm playing a necromancer now, and I kind of went for like the voodoo style necromancer. So he's got dreads and you know darker melanin uh, in his pigment, and he's very like uh, you know he's very badass looking. I think with like glowing blue eyes, like he's super creepy yeah. looking. I, I oh. was more thinking about the the customization after the character creation is is really pretty solid. Like the the amount of looks like the variety of oh like the transmog looks stuff you can have with the, the uh, uh, transmog yeah. yeah the wardrobe stuff That's i haven't cool. really played with that very much yet because i i don't have much to play with i don't think just because I'm still so early in the game but that's something I'm sure I'll dive into more once I find more gear that I like yeah well, it's cool that people are liking Diablo again 
Not that they, they, like, hated Diablo, I guess. I don't know. There's weirdness with the mobile game and everything, too, but... Yeah. Um, there, there were people... Uh, Diablo 3 had a lot of critics, and... The, I mean, the I think real money everyone was kind of disappointed help. initially when they had that auction house and shit. Yeah. But later on, Diablo 3 was a blast. Like, the adventure mode was so much fun, and the, uh, the seasonal play where... You start a character and you have that character only for that season, and then it gets wiped. I had a, fun, a lot of fun with that. They're doing that with Diablo Four as well, I guess. But you can get special rewards for hitting certain milestones, like armor sets and shit, and, and you can keep them. I think for your other characters or whatever. Nice. Well, cool. Yup. Yeah, man. Maybe we'll come back to Diablo more later as you guys play more. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. All right, let's talk about Summer Game Fest. I don't know which uh, bumper you want to throw on that. If it's like, uh... yeah, that's good. And now, patch notes with John, Brian, and Alex. I do want to say that uh, when you did the patch notes with uh, with Gojo, <laughs> it made me laugh how long like that the the. the yeah, I was just laughing my ass off while it was happening. It's it was meant funny. to be like a pad kind of behind a little bit. I don't know. Let's, yeah, yeah, no, but it's just funny because <laughs> it just keeps going. <laughs> um, nice. Anyways, Summer what, Game Fest. Yeah, Summer Game Fest happened this past week and a half. Not only that, but also like all of these other events where things were announced and some stuff was announced at several events and all that type of stuff. We are not going to hit everything, I don't think. Just probably the stuff that interests us the most. But uh, please write in if there's stuff that you are interested in. We'd love to hear why you're interested in it. But yeah, I don't know. Who sh- how should we? How should we tackle this summer game fest proper? Uh, no, I mean, I feel like, because I, I think we discussed, like, just kind of talking about s- games that we are most interested in, and I think the game that I'm most interest- interested in is one that both of you are also interested in to an extent, so maybe save that one for last. Sure. Because it sounded like you guys had some other stuff you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I have a couple things. I, I don't know that I'm going to focus too much on anything, because honestly, like, they showed a lot of stuff, but none of it... There were only a couple things that, that they went super deep on. Um, I'll hit a couple things from actual Summer Game Fest first. The Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, got announced. It's coming January 18th. That's it's the Metroidvania Metroid, one? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Metroid-style Prince of Persia game, which is kind of a perfect thing to do with Prince of Persia, in my opinion. It kind of harkens back to the original and also turns it into something that it wasn't as much and you, before. And you don't play the prince, is what I heard. You don't? No, the main character is not the prince. Huh. Well, I'm excited to find out more about that, but it looked really cool. Side-scrolling Metroid-type game. Very, very interested in that, for sure. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 looks great. Everybody knows I'm excited for more Mortal Kombat. Can't wait to see more of that game to play it myself. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, the fatalities look grosser, like they do every time. Characters look sweet. Story conceit is cool. You know, the reboot that came at the end of Mortal Kombat 11 uh, makes sense here. And, uh, you know, I have no doubt in my mind that 
Another round will do a good job with the story again, so that's sweet. Um, Remnant 2, the sequel to Remnant from the Ashes. None of us really checked that out from what I remember. No, but I'm Brian, interested in Remnant 2, like, because yeah. they made it seem really badass. I heard amazing things about the first game, and uh, if if anything, I hope that hopping on to the second, uh, I'll, I'll get a little bit of that, because, you know, people were saying it was... Kind of a Souls-like first-person shooter co-op situation, and uh, that sounds quite cool. Um, so, you know, worth checking out. Uh, Alan Wake 2 looks incredible. It does look really Shoot awesome. Shoot it directly into my veins. I'm ready for it. <laughs> it seems like it's more of a video game than the original Alan Wake, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> didn't take much yeah still has the uh flashlight mechanic and making making the you know shining it on the enemies to make them expose like weak points which is a little bit different than how it worked in the first game so that looks cool can't wait to play more of that said it's coming this year i hope it does um did you guys see the palo world trailer it's fucking no. pokemon with guns Oh yeah, I d- okay. They I... literally like it looks like they could get sued by Nintendo with how close to Pokemon some of these <laughs> creature yeah, designs are, yeah. but they also have like fucking mini guns and shit for right. some reason. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> early access in early 2024, and then there were two Final Fantasy VII things. They showed a trailer for Ever Crisis, which is a weird mobile game that I just want to know what it even is. Looks like a live service game of some kind, but it's supposed to encapsulate like all of the Final Fantasy VII stuff they did previously, like from before Crisis all the way through Dirge of Cerberus, all of that Final Fantasy VII stuff in between. Curious to just understand more about it. And then they had a trailer for the Final Fantasy VII remake sequel called Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, uh, coming early 2024, and uh, I'm very excited for that game. Still looks great. Looks even better than it did before. Excited for more. Uh, I I want it right now. There's a lot of internet rumblings about that trailer. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw a lot of people trying to go crazy with it and what it all means. I honestly, like, I don't remember enough about the actual story of Final Fantasy VII to know where they kind of showed things diverging, because I'm sure they did. Um, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I want that game. I'm excited for more of it. I want to know how they're going to do... Like, this is... The first game ends where the where the original opens up quite a bit into, like, a big overworld. And I don't think they're doing that. So I'm curious how they're going to handle some of that stuff and how it's going to work and, and what they're going to do. I don't know. Maybe they do. do I, I don't know. I have no idea. I just want to play it. Because the first yeah. one was so good. Uh, so that was a long list of stuff, but those all looked good. Um, uh, can I mention a couple things? Yeah, please. These are, I didn't watch the summer games fest thing, but these were from like the Xbox, uh, showcase, yeah. but, um, I was delighted to see that there's a sea of thieves DLC coming out free that is monkey Island themed, which is so fucking perfect of a fit. Yes. And it's just, it looks awesome. I cannot wait to play that. That comes out, I think July 20th, but, um, 
Yeah, that was super cool and kind of out of nowhere. Uh, I saw footage of the, was it Assassin's Creed Mirage? Yeah. Yep. The new one coming out, and that looks like they're really bringing it back to old school Assassin's Creed, which, I mean, I really enjoyed those games. I, I got away from them when they started to go all RPG. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's fine. It's just I had enough RPGs in my life. So uh, Destiny menu. <laughs> I just wanted to play an Assassin's Creed game that did what Assassin's Creed does, you know, that other games don't. You really wanted to sit on a bench and eavesdrop on a conversation? I mean, more or less, I want to blend in with the crowd. <laughs> I want to parkour all over these dumb buildings and then rain terror from above, you know, or take on 20 guards in combat at one time and feel like a badass. Um, th- that kind of stuff, but... Yeah, it looks like this game might be getting back to that, so that's kind of cool. Um, I mean, I feel like I saw some other interesting things, but if I can't remember them right now, then I'm not super concerned. Also at Xbox, uh, the Fable trailer. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like, vaguely liked Fable, but never really played any of the games when it came out. Like, I tried playing the first one on PC, uh, and it was a little bit... I, I was too indecisive at the time to play an RPG of that scope, and um, <laughs> some would say I still am, uh, but it looks cool. I just don't know how much of it is a game, but according to Xbox, they didn't show any CG-only trailers, uh, so who knows? Like, there's the director of the game came out or whatever and was like, it's funny seeing all these comments uh, saying that this wasn't real footage and you all will see in the future that it really was or something like, I don't know, something glib or whatever like that. But it'll but... be at like five frames per second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played yeah, Fable so. 2. I, I, I feel like if I recall correctly, and it, it's been a while because it was on 360, um, that I, I got pretty far, like 20, 30 hours into it spent mostly exploring and doing other stuff than the main story and I specifically remember like impregnating two different females <laughs> in the game not realizing that's what was happening somehow <laughs> and then I also, I also ended up picking up like some form of STD I think in the game like because you can get like venereal diseases and <laughs> like you can romance multiple characters and things like it's ridiculous the Fable games are ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I I just I remember that and being like, I don't know what just happened. And then I just put the game down. I was like, I'm just not going to play this anymore because it's making me <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> so Very itchy, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. They did show um, off other Assassin's Creed stuff, too, though. They showed off a, an Assassin's Creed VR game coming out for Oculus, it looked like. And then they had mm. like some other mobile game, I thought. And then they showed... Um, or maybe the mobile game was the the Project Jade or something like that. I think that's yeah, what it I was. But I, I was remember hoping... the other. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that Star Wars Outlaws. I just yes. watched the gameplay of that. We yeah, they showed a trailer at the Xbox thing, and then they showed some gameplay at the Ubisoft Forward event, and uh, it looks crazy. Like it looks like uh, it's made by Massive, the guys who did. Uh, uh, 
the division and so it looks like star wars made by the division team and open worldy which yeah, looks like cool in- instead of you flinging like a drone machine gun you tell your little uh creature munchkin <laughs> buddy to go press buttons for you and whatnot yeah which is kind of yeah. cool i guess I-, I don't know like my my issue with that whole game was like I- like there are thousands of different races and things in the star wars universe and you're going to make me play another human of course like yeah Give me some, like, let me play a Wookiee, you know, like, let me play one of the, what's, uh, <laughs> the, the combat, I mean, the dialogue what, what, would be so race stimulating. Is, yeah. What, what race is <laughs> Nia, Nia Nub or whatever that dude, you know? Yeah. Or like, no. let me play Let me play like a Greedo, you know? Yeah, like, I was going to say, I like, want to be a fucking Greedo. That's what I was in Star Wars something Galaxies. Something other than just a human, you know? Like you're, okay, for once we're not playing a Jedi. Like, that's cool, I guess. But like, yeah. Unless you are, and you just don't know it yeah, yet. Yeah, like, by the end of the game, they're like, you're a Jedi outlaw. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I was making a reference to many other Star Wars games and whatnot, but, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I get it. I get what you're saying. I think it's, I think because there's so much, uh, you know... I think there's a Star Wars live service game coming at some point, and you'll be able to make whatever you want in that game, but because they're making such a specific story, you know, I I guess they want to... It might be hard to tune it so that you could choose different things, but yeah, it would have been cool if they would have just been like, guess what? You're a Wookiee, motherfuckers. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm in. Please, give me a bowcaster. But, you know, I, I it just... It's... It's nice to see these like crazy high triple a value high production value star wars games that are actually happening now because like you know i feel like there was such a glut of like clone wars offshoots and bullshit that came out for such a long time i'm curious i I like seeing things like Jedi Fallen Order exists for people who want to be a Jedi, and here's the Han Solo game that everybody wanted, except, oh, she's a girl, so all those people are going to be angry about that. And, like, you know, I guess I'm curious to see what else they'll they'll come out with. But uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't I care about playing cool. a female character. I just like playing a human female. Like, just change it up. It's very like, limiting. Me, yeah. 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 Give, me, give me, like, the like the universe has variety, so, like, let me have some of that. You know Maybe what? she's the, not human. Here's the problem is that, like, it's a wonder that you're not playing a fucking Skywalker. So, like, at least take that yeah. for, like, a, you know, like, Fair they can't enough. make a movie that's it, not it about a Skywalker. It takes place between six and seven, right? Or is it, or is I don't it even five know. and six? I, I don't remember. I, I couldn't tell you. It looked like they had Han Solo and some Carbonite there at some point. So maybe it's between five and six. Hmm. That would make hmm. some amount of sense. But. Yeah, no, it looks cool. I'm I'm down. Uh one other thing I think Brian would probably be interested in, and you probably too, John, was that they showed off Avowed, which is the Skyrim like game from Obsidian that is probably more the outer worlds in scope. Um Uh supposedly it's bigger than that. Okay. But supposedly it's not open world. Okay. Uh, like it's it's like outer worlds in terms of like lo- like being able to location to location yeah uh, as map, opposed bam. to being like one giant Skyrim you know okay that's at least yeah. what I heard and from I'll be honest with you when they showed the original trailer like eight years ago or whenever they yeah. did <laughs> yeah. I was like this looks amazing and very cool and dark and scary and awesome 
And when they started showing it again this time, I'm like, why is it so colorful? And why is it so like, uh, like it looks like somebody, it looks like a unicorn threw up all over it. And I'm like, I don't want this really. Yeah. Like it, HDR, it, lost, man. it lost my interest seeing this newest trailer. So I don't care that it's like not Skyrim. Like that's fine. But like I was, I liked the aesthetic previously because I think it lent itself to making the magic, which was like the focus of the original trailer, that much more impactful. And this time, like, you're not really paying attention to the magic because everything else around you is so colorful and ridiculous looking. Yeah. So from an aesthetic standpoint, I was kind of turned away from it. But I, I don't I know. It. Maybe it'll be cool. I'll probably buy it on sale or wait for it to hit Game Pass. Oh, wait. It hits yeah. Game Pass day one. Yes, it does. I look so, forward to bouncing off of it on Game Pass like I did the Outer Worlds. I'll play it for five um, minutes and then erase it. Absolutely, yeah. That's what Game Pass is for. Yep. Um, The one other thing that I will say, there were a couple smaller events. Uh, Devolver had a thing. There was also Day of the Devs. But at Devolver, uh, Sludge Life 2 comes out in two weeks, FYI. And there's a demo out right now on Steam. So Sludge Life, rejoice. More Sludge Life is here imminently get ready for it yeah uh but yeah no i think uh the thing that we've been talking around is the the starfield stuff so john how about your initial thoughts on the 45 minutes or whatever they did on starfield i am just so excited to play starfield but i'm a little sad that they said it's capped at 30 frames on console (laughs) Ooh. Because I, I like the reason I wanted the Xbox was so I could play it in the living room to to so my wife wouldn't be mad that I'm huddled up in a in my office playing a video game by myself with the air conditioning Why in the middle of Why don't you just uh, rebuild your PC as a mini ITX and you can just fucking hide it in the living room? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm going to have to do something like that because I just it just makes me so sad that it's going to be capped at 30 frames because now I have to buy it on PC. Like, I can't not, like... You don't have to buy it at all. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, that's right. I don't have to buy it at all. It's on Game Pass. <laughs> but that's the other thing is I want to buy all of the things. I want the controller that they announced for the it. The controller looked really sweet. <laughs> the headset, which Microsoft's, like, headsets are supposed to be really, really good quality. Um, although I didn't, I don't, I don't know if Microsoft's actually making that one, but the, the Microsoft surface headphones that they made are some of like MKBHD and some of my other YouTubers, like favorite, some of their favorite headsets, like the qualities, like just top notch build quality, like great speakers, great sound, the whole bit. Um, and this, the, the like premium collector's edition that comes with like an Android watch that looks like the watch from the game. Like it's like $300. I don't need it, but I want it. I want it so bad. <laughs> um, they did it. They did it, guys. See, the thing is, is you can play on your PC and in the living room because it's going to have like the play anywhere thing, I'm sure. So you can just load up your save in whichever yeah, you room you want to play. I didn't you think could, about that. That's a yeah, good point. That's fair. That's yeah, really I can, fair. I can do all of my, my focused story questing on the... Uh, 30 the, fps the 30 fps TV. and then when i do want to do all the crazy star fighting bullshit i come up to the pc and hook up my hotas yep. and then just go to there town you go. yeah <laughs> it's a bethesda game it's not gonna to have battle hotas. stations and you run upstairs run up and like put on your vr headset <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they should do that. Somebody should be making that game right fucking now. That would, that would be, be great. So rad. You but can yeah, pull out it's, the fucking uh, Steel Battalion mech fucking controller that was like two hundred dollars when it came out. <laughs> At least oh. it came with the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's it just looks so awesome, man. Like it the the extra time they've put into cleaning it up and polishing it really looks to have paid off. I know some people were like ranting about how like character design looks worse, but I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I like, was gonna say like uh, when they're doing the video and they're like they're bragging about their all new animation uh like engine or whatever <laughs> i'm just still looking at the characters like but if only they all didn't look like they're from a fucking wax museum still we get but that that's the thing is like some, some, of, zoom the, in on their face. some like, of the screenshots don't look like that <laughs> like i don't know it just no <laughs> they, the extra time they put it there was a comparison um I don't remember the name of the town, but it's more of like an old Western style town that's in the game where they showed it mm-hmm. off in the trailer from like six or seven months ago. And it was like, oh, OK, like that looks pretty cool. And it was like very bright and colorful and and like, you know, whatever. And then they showed it again this time and it's like dusty and like has like smoke effects and like it's very dirty and old Western looking like very like they they just like. It's it's literally like they spent the last six months like just putting these. It's it's like being. You guys don't really well, Brian. You might because you've done more art than Alex has probably. But like it's it's putting the finishing touches on like the painting or the drawing, and you're like sitting there, mm-hmm. and you're like you're putting it like say you're doing some some a drawing of hair right, and you've already gone in and drawn in all the hair by hand with the charcoal stick and everything, and then you take your eraser and you just start wiping away bits and bringing out highlights and things and just polishing it and cleaning it up and you just like and they're probably still they probably look at it as artists and they're just like we're still not done making this look as amazing as it can be but um yeah i just it just looks incredible to me and like thousand plus planets to explore and you don't have to like they've already said like okay it they're not they are like slightly procedurally generated but not because there are more handmade things on every planet than there are not like that's crazy to me and i think i read somewhere that they basically developed a system to take the the uh kilometer by kilometer square system of like planning a world like they've done for like vegas new vegas and fallout and all those and they use that and created the tile sets in a kilometer by kilometer setting and then wrapped it around a sphere. And that's how they made their planet. So like every planet was like hand designed in a way, like just the amount of effort that's gone into every aspect of this game. Like this has to be like Todd Howard's like, like it has to be his, like his magnum opus, magnum opus, his pinnacle. Like it is like the best. I just, I can't, He's. I think he said in an interview with IGN or somebody afterwards that he's pretty sure that Elder Scrolls Six is going to be his last game before he retires. But like before he dies, <laughs> yeah. Like how are you going to top this? Like I just don't. I don't know, man. All well, the customization think- of the weapons and the ships and the space stations that you can make and like you can build like mining stations on planets and you can hire random NPCs to run them for you and shit like. What the fuck, dude? Like You can straddle them, some of your crew members, I heard. <laughs> Part of the game. Nice. Nice. Everybody's watching Game of Thrones nowadays. Uh 
Yeah, I mean, the thing to me is that, like, when I look at this, I I see it. It feels like somebody talking about No Man's Sky, and I'm I, like, I there's been a lot of people being like, "Oh, it's just No Man's Sky." Like, when when you I'm, look at it, on I would the be surface, fascinated. Sure. Yes, I am fascinated to see what triple-a no man's sky is because if you remember correctly no man's sky was made by like an indie team yeah like, of, they like, weren't of like 18 people in like a an office the size of my bedroom like yes so like the the capability of a triple-a developer like bethesda making a no man's sky style game like i do think a lot of the like mechanical nuts and bolts of the game like surveying stuff and look at your star map and all that type of stuff i think it's all it all feels relatively like a known quantity, but I'm curious to see what, what Bethesda actually does with it. I'm still mortified at like all of the analysis paralysis that I'm going to experience with this game of like, oh, I could make this ship that looks real sweet, or I need to get from place A to B, so here's a fucking booster on a seat. That's all I'm going to build in that fucking engine. Just to get from one place to another but is you, just a, you can it's have a fuel tank with a chair on top of it and just a big <laughs> fucking rocket. That's all I'm going to do because I'm just like, I just want to play the game. So I hope I hope that they've <laughs> considered that a little bit in the same way that like Nintendo with Tears of the Kingdom has done such a good job of being like, hey, this is a place where a car would be really helpful to you. So here's a fucking board with three of the four wheels on it. You could stick the other wheel on it and then you're good to fucking go. I hope Bethesda's done a little bit of that here because it would be sweet if I could just like, here's the ship that I have. It'll get me from point A to point B. And then eventually if I'm super into the game, maybe I'll make something crazy. Well, that's the thing is like, you can kind of like, so I don't know how much of this shit you watched. I'm assuming all of it. I I know I like I really only could skim through a lot okay, of it because so did you I just see the don't part, have an attention Did you see anymore. the part where you can be in space dogfighting and then instead of blowing up the opponent's ship, you can dock with it and then board yeah. it, murder the entire crew, and then add it to your like catalog of spaceships? No, I I, I saw like, you talking about it, and that sounds shit. sweet. That's like that sounds awesome. That's so awesome. Like they're like yeah. and and imagine like if they added an online component to this at some point where you're doing that to other players, like I would fucking lose my shit. It would be the Marvel Snap like it, I would be fucking murdered all the time. I'd be so angry at the game. I had to stop playing Marvel Snap today. Let's not get into it. Um <laughs> Damn it! I was really hoping we would go a whole episode without you guys mentioning it. It's the new destiny. Yes, snaps the new destiny, man. That's just how it is. But uh, yeah, you can board ships. You can dock with them. I don't know how the docking works. I'm assuming you just fold one foreskin over the other foreskin, and then you guys connect. But like, Uh, like when you do that, I want it to feel like fucking Interstellar every fucking time. The screen just starts spinning, just fucking like like having a heart attack. When you play it in VR, you absolutely throw up. Your body feels the G's even though it's not moving at all. Oh, man. Oh, man. It would just, yeah, I, I can't, I cannot wait for that. Like, I just, I'm so, everything about it, man. The, like, showing the gun customization and things looked really cool. The fact that they're adding, like, rail guns to the system. So, you've got, like, magnetic propelled guns. You have energy weapons. And then you have, ne- like, normal, like, gunpowder powered weapons. And then if you're in zero gravity, like, they have different effects on how yeah, you, yeah, you like your, the laser your stuff body has no reacts. Recoil. Like, so you yeah. don't move, but That's insane the, the gunpowder like, stuff will push you back. Yeah, yep. it's so fun. it's so badass, cool. man. Like I am so I think I'm excited. I'm gonna spend like 
an hour just trying to decide which three perks I have that do dumb shit to my character. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure I, I overthink the entire character creation process. My the first my whole first day of playing it will be me trying to create a character. And by the time I'm done, I'm going to be so tired. I'm just going to put it to sleep and then I'll wake up the next day and start playing at like five in the morning. Like, <sighs> yeah, I'm excited. Uh, again. Talking, talking like I just, the, go ahead. Go on. I was just going to say, I'm I'm hopeful, like, I didn't, I need to go back and look at some more of the story stuff that they really shared, because, like, that's the only thing, like, I feel like they've done a really good job of, like, really blowing up their, like, mechanical, this is what we can do in our games within, from Fallout 3 all the way through to, like, Fallout 76, of, like, the crafting that you can do and all that type of stuff. It's clearly where they wanted to be headed, but I do feel like the story-related stuff and speech checks and being able to move through the world the way that you want to by the way that you build your character literally i think uh has suffered a little bit because of that and i'm curious to see if it feels like they've gotten back to what they were trying to do in things like fallout 3 and skyrim that feel like have suffered a bit in fallout 4 and fallout 76 you can have droid companions and the NPCs right. will say your name. Yeah. Yeah, they did that in Fallout 4. Yeah. Unless you had a really fucked up name and they couldn't figure it out. I don't remember just that. Call, call, the, call you, you, or whatever. <laughs> hey, you there, you. guy. <laughs> hey, dude. <laughs> what were you going to say, Brian? When I... Uh, I was just, like, <laughs> Alex, listening to your description of how you design a ship. <laughs> Makes me really want to play Space Engineers with you sometime. Oh my god, it would be bad. If I ever played Kerbal, can... Kerbal, Kerbal, Kerbal Space Program, I would just make the dumbest shit in the world. I'm like, well, I don't know how it worked, but it worked. Because that's basically like what I do at my job. So that's kind of how it, <laughs> you know. I don't know how any of it worked, but it did. Uh, so yeah, no, I think that would be... That would be fun. But, you know, whatever I end up building in Starfield to get me from point A to point B, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll post some pictures or some videos if it's particularly stupid. I was telling I, I told Tim and, and Gojo on the on the fucking uh, Tears of the Kingdom episode, like I built the dumbest fucking ramp to get up to one of the towers that you do to reveal like the area on the map. It was just as stupid a ramp as you could possibly make, and I'm so sad I didn't take a picture of it, because it was just so <laughs> dumb. And it's like, uh, it, I'm a chemical engineer, I'm not a mechanical engineer, I didn't put it together in any way that structurally made any fucking sense, but it got me up to the tower, so it worked, and that was fine. So I'm sure this game will be filled with that type of stuff of, like, you know, the people who actually put thought into their designs versus me, who's just... Making yeah. the fucking uh, Winnebago from Spaceballs. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's the other thing too is like you're when you're building ships, like you are able to build like crew quarters and like engine rooms, and you have you if you hire, uh, you can hire a mechanic to be like stationed on your ship to like repair mm -hmm. it when it's damaged and things like that. And like that's for the one percent of Starfield players, I think. It's just man, it's. <laughs> like there's so much to it it's so sweet that's and crazy then, and then you've got the lady who in the in the showcase was talking about how all she likes doing is going and stealing everyone's sandwiches that's the gojo of it <laughs> yeah, like, she had a huge pile oh, yeah. of sandwiches yeah. and i immediately thought of gojo yep 
Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, to be fair, I'm really into stealing shit when it comes to playing Elder Scrolls games. It's like, yeah. all I do is pickpocket and then slip grenades in people's pockets and shit. Steal their wheels. So when is the game coming out again? September? September 6th. Okay. The only downside is that it comes out the same month as Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, because I I need that too, but uh, um, I thought Phantom Liberty was September twenty sixth. Okay, that trailer looked pretty cool too. That's gonna be very cool. This is them fixing the game, basically, like for final, like the final fix. Like this is they they keep saying that this is this is to redeem ourselves after the debacle of the launch of the original game. So. Yeah, I heard they they redid like the skill tree and all kinds of stuff that's going to like come back into the original game uh mm. without purchasing the yeah, the DLC. And there's there's so. new mission types and things that'll be added to the original game as well and some other like optimization things that they've done. Will they um, give me more th- cool things to do at clubs and bars cuz I would love that. There's like a bunch of them in the city you go to and they they're never even used in the story or anything. They're like awesome. You just drink and dance, yeah. probably. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't even think you could dance. You just you can order a drink and look <laughs> around and listen to the cool music. Yeah, go to the the restroom. Yeah, that's yeah. another one I, I'm, I'm excited for. No, it it, uh, it looks cool. It's I don't know. I mean, honestly, I'm probably still going to be playing Zelda, so I don't know that I'm going to get to Starfield or Cyberpunk, but, you know. <laughs> More power to those of you that do. <laughs> yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, you have to at least design your, your well, I'll uh, make a character. seat on a I'll make booster a rocket. We should, we, should have wonder- like a, we should have a ship design contest. And we'll have three. We'll have three categories. We'll have like the most versatile category, and then we'll have like the most simplistic category, and then we'll have the yeah. most complicated category. And like we there each have to design like the different, like all three of them. So you, you're not limited to just coming up with like what's basically just a flying wheel, and like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I want to do. I can't. This flying wheel has a shield around it, so you if don't. If it's a cheese wheel, you that's don't need different. an oxygen tank to, to ride on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds fun. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit at uh, all these announcements, and if we missed anything that people really care about, I'd love to hear about it. Man, that Immortals of Avium game, they're trying so hard to make it happen, and I just don't care. Nobody cares. The one that I looks really boring. September yeah, in general is pretty stacked. I don't know if you were paying attention to that, but you've got Starfield. You've got the crew. The newest crew game is coming out, and they were really pushing that. Mortal Kombat comes out on the 19th. <sighs> Lies of P is the 19th. Payday 3 comes out on the 21st, and then you've got Cyberpunk. Ooh. Man, well, like you have the next three decades of your life to play Payday Three, because you know people like there's a fucking humble bundle right now to get all of the content in Payday Two. Jesus, so that game came out forever ago. And then uh, August, but, August has Atlas Falling, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Armor Core Six, Baldur's Gate Three. Ooh. Like, I mean, there's ooh. plenty of time for like a lot of this stuff to get delayed. But something tells me, like you know, I hope Starfield doesn't. Like, if Starfield gets delayed, I feel like it'll be, like, two weeks. It's not going to be, like, another quarter, is my guess. 
They've, I don't think I the only way I, I could see them delaying it is if like Xbox if like Phil Spencer's like we're going to push so you guys can make this launch like not buggy and just iron out the last bugs, you know? So I hope that's what the last one was. <laughs> su- supposedly uh I think Todd Howard said it in the interview with IGN that this is the least buggy game they will have ready at launch. Like so we'll see. Like we'll see how I that goes. Right. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. There's a whole lot of space there between zero bugs and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> last and least we all buggy we all know was. how notorious they are for having a buggy system. So we'll see. We'll see yes. how it goes. Yes, but anyways, all right. I think that's it. Yes, <sighs> it's good to be back. Yes. <sighs> to find all the places that you can listen to the show. Check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network has a Patreon. Patreon supports all the shows on our network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month. Help keep our shows alive and well. Thanks again to Jason K, Tom Z, David O, and Corey Z for the contributions. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. One of the perks to join the Patreon is to get early access to our bonus episodes that we call side quests. We're going to do a side quest after this, I think. Maybe. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right we, we, let, let me put it this way let's have a, a side quest out for at least everybody by next monday or whatever or tuesday yeah, we'll whenever record a side out. quest it might not be immediately recorded immediately right yeah, after this but we're gonna do <sighs> one. so anyways uh check that out side quest where we veer off the, out of the realm of video games into food beverages movies tv and more join the patreon to get those episodes a week early or in this case you'll get it at the same time as everybody else as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Next episode, uh, I can't remember what is going on next, because it'll be in July at this point, almost, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe maybe we'll have to talk some Diablo and uh, in more detail, see how you guys yeah, are doing Yeah, maybe some that. more Diablo, or um, there was something else that was maybe coming out. I mean, there's Final Fantasy, there's Sludge Life, there's like, there's yeah. a bunch of stuff that we may or may not touch in that time frame. But, and then uh, Exo Primal comes out July 14th, so that might be the following episode, because that's something I was interested in, but we'll see. See how that goes. good things about it. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. We will see you next time. Peace. <laughs>